This is from Felon to Faith, the podcast dedicated to reaching people with a message of hope by sharing the life and experiences of Fred Matthews. Brother Fred, here we are from Felon to Faith Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2, my dude. Hey, man. What's up, Johnny Boy? How you feeling, man? Good, brother. Good. Blessed to be alive today. Thanks to the Most High and His grace. Thanks for the blood of the Messiah. Man, uh, shout out to all the mothers out there on this Mother's Day weekend, man. Uh, my mom, my grandma, my wife. Yeah. You know, and everybody else, you know, there's too many of them to name out there. Your wife, shout out to yeah. Mother's Day, man, for yeah, all that man. good stuff, man. Absolutely, man. What would we be without our mothers? <laughs> we would not be here. I don't even know how to answer that question because I ain't never not had mine, bro. <laughs> for real. We would not be here, man. Mothers are, uh, are uh, the perfect uh, integration, man. Uh, yeah. m- m- mothers are uh, an unbelievable uh, creation they are bro i they always blow me away man women in general and then mothers especially but but women and their abilities yeah and their instincts yeah. are unmatched unrivaled yeah. oh, dude. Yeah, there's some so. women i so. know that are so in tune right and it's just i don't know a man that could be like that man there's no way bro there's no way i always think about uh the whole pregnancy phase you know yeah, watching watching Keisha go through that two times, bro, and like yeah. to carry a, a human being inside of you, still be able to work, still be able to cook, still be able to clean. Yeah, it's like man, that is some real power right there, bro. Yeah, it really, it's, it's real power, bro. It's real power. It's yes, unbelievable bro. to bring life into this world, man. Yeah, bro, very appreciative of that, man. To bring up. life into this world is a is an unbelievable power and responsibility. Unfortunately for them, sometimes I feel like you know oh, what I mean. Yeah, like, for sure. yeah, dude, when you hit month eight. You know what I mean? In that pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being pregnant during the summertime, all that right bro. there. Bro. Right? Bro. Like, my heart oh, would bro. break some days for my wife Man, in some of those you, situations. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Uh, Keisha, for um, pretty much the whole pregnancy of Kazaya, bro, she had, like, the worst morning sickness, bro. She could not keep anything on her stomach. Like, we were going to have good meals, bro. Like, I'm going to tell you a story one time. We was coming back. We went to the doctor. She had an appointment. Yeah. Then we went and got some lunch. On the way up, coming back from Fayetteville, going back home, she was driving, and I'm in the passenger seat, and I had went to sleep because I think I had gotten off work that morning or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, And I was just, I had my head back, and I was kind of dozing off, and then she just started blowing chunks, bro. And she was crying, no. and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, what you apologizing yeah, for? Like, it's your fault. But yeah, she had the worst morning oh, sickness, bro. Man. It was so bad. Like, every, I felt so bad for every single uh, day. It was, it was days when she could only eat saltine crackers and, like, drink water, drink ginger ale. Like, it was yeah. weird, bro. It was so crazy. That is wild. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine never having a second to yourself? <sighs> Like, man. there's always another human being right there, just yeah. kicking you in the stomach, oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Kicking yeah. you in the yeah. kidneys or the spleen or whatever, yeah. just, yeah. like, taking can't, up all your space. I can't imagine, like, not being able to sleep the way I want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Like, there's always someone yeah. Yeah. there messing yeah. with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> As a man, yeah. I, it's I hard always, for me to wrap my head around that. I always, uh, 
tell my daughter, you know, because cause she's like, oh, we got to get mommy something for Mother's Day. And I'm like, yeah, <coughs> Mother's Day is every day. Every day your mom needs to be celebrated. Every day we celebrate mommy. We get mm-hmm. let, we let mommy get her, get her time. Right. You know, we buy little stuff or whatever. You know, we just every day, man. I mean, I understand why we take that one day out of the year. But really, man, that's not enough, bro. No, it's you not know? enough. It's, it, it is important to at least have that recognition, you yeah, know, the yeah. one day throughout the year. But I agree with yeah, you, man. Moms enough, need to be celebrated all the yeah. time. Um, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, man. Mothers have this uh, nurturing uh, spirit and yeah. nature to them yeah. that is yeah. rare to find in a male. It's only from above. Right? And they, like, this <laughs> is a female above. thing that um, is unbelievable and instinctual. You know, yes, it's just straight in them to be the nurturing. High, yeah, it's really unbelievable. You know, yeah. um, and it's in every creature. Every creature. God did such a wonderful design. I think about that all the time in creation, man. Um, how He set it up so perfectly yeah. is unreal. Real, dude. <laughs> like real, I can't. Bro. It's it so hard to wrap mind, my bro. head around it. Yeah, we watched a documentary the other day on elephants and how like closely. Uh, oh yeah, them and their bond so tightly, right? Yeah, them and their children, right? Yeah, and their children and how they like they literally have this village mentality, right? Mm. And how they raise the young up like together. Yeah, and are they, they monogamous as well? They are, but like they everybody raises the the young. Oh though. yeah, Aunties, so it takes a village. Yeah, all, <laughs> that, all that the older, saying. yeah, all the older elephants. They like they manage the young as a, as a group, and it was just dope to see that, bro. It was so dope to see that. Like, man, they just, they bond so tight. And then, like you say, just seeing the mothers, how they handle their young, I was like, man, that's crazy. These are some huge animals, bro, with the most gentle spirit. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope to watch right there. That's really, really cool, man. They're so big. You're right. And they have this gentle... They have this gentle spirit about them, those elephants do. And I know their mothers are like, unbelievable. like super crazy uh protective over their oh, kids. Yeah, I know yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I learned not that long ago that um what are those things? Manatees? Yeah, manatees. Or just elephants. Yeah, basically. That yeah. that that grew into the water. They were like, hey, we can't find no more uh oh, uh man. food. So they adapted. They're we can't adapted. find no more food on land, Evolved. so we gotta start going into the Yeah, they just adapted and and they were like, Oh, wow. we don't have use for our legs anymore. We need That's to be in the crazy. water. That's and just crazy. over time and over time they That's just crazy. figured out they didn't need them. Now I, I do believe in like uh I guess you call it adaptive re- evolution or whatever you want to call it, however phrase you want to phrase it. I, Absolutely. Because even in human beings, bro, like if you move to a certain area in the world, you're gonna have to adapt. And your lifestyle is going to change based off oh, of the elements. Sure. You know the saying? pigmentation in your everything. skin yeah, is going to change. Yeah. That's what I wish a lot of people would understand. The majority of race has to do, the majority of skin color has to do with uh, where you are, where where your ancestors were in relation to the equator. Yeah. Right? Like the further away from the equator they were, the whiter they were. Yeah. The closer to the equator, the more, high, the, the, right? Yeah. The brighter the sun, the I, darker they were. I agree with that, man. There is a study on... Um, the Edomites, and a lot of people will say that um, the Caucasians, uh, I, hate, I hate talking about race because people get all like sensitive. Oh, or whatever. whatever. It's skin but, color, But dude. the truth is the truth, right? So a lot of people argue, and there is some like some, some history that kind of points towards that, that like it come from the Edomites. And the reason why is because the Edomites, which is Esau basically, mm-hmm. they were mountainous people. 
Oh. They 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 farmed and they lived up in like high places, like in the, in the colder in the mountainous areas where they were super covered all the time. Exactly, bro. And I'm like, huh? That kind of makes sense. You yeah, know absolutely. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it. I've thought forever. It it's it's really just a matter of where your people came yeah. from yeah. in relation to the sure. equator. If they came further north or south from the equator, they're gonna be wider. Yeah, yeah. Like I agree with that. I, with that. <laughs> it, it, I feel like it's evident if we look around the world right now. Show, sure, bro. You know, sure. like yeah, some some of us. <laughs> more melanated than others bro yeah it just yeah, is man. what it is but uh god did a beautiful thing man did, his man. his creation is unmatched it's it's unrivaled you know um i agree with you that animals can enter like adaptation and stuff like that there's some scientists right now that think that the that there's some apes mm-hmm. entering like a stone age type area where like um so there's been some orangutans mm-hmm. who orangutans, I should say it correctly, who have figured out how to spearfish wow. by watching humans. So like they humans didn't teach them. Right. We you know, we weren't intentionally, right. but they they watched, they learned, they figured it out on their own and now they can spearfish. Like we've got video footage of them hanging from trees right. with spears, man, right? And using good. little rocks as like tools and stuff. Man, so they I, can learn. I like things I ain't going to not believe that, bro. If if a donkey can talk Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, right? A, there's a ass spoke in the Bible, <laughs> the word of the Most High. So if that can happen, yeah, man, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, and, and there's a ton of anomalous little things yeah. throughout the animal kingdom. The, wi- the wisdom the wisdom from above, bro, is, is you, you can't understand it. No. You know what I'm saying? No. It, it, and we were blessed with consciousness and yeah, and, bro, so. and the right to choose and, yeah. and things like that. You know, freedom of choice, things like that, self-will. Man, this freedom of choice thing, though, bro, is uh, it's tearing us down fast, man. It's tearing us down, huh? This this society we live in where um, everybody just feels like they can... The, the right to choose is awesome. That's great, right? Yeah. But this is what I have a problem with. You know, my child knows that she's a girl. She knows that she was created by God, the God of Jacob, the God of yep. Abraham and Isaac, right? Yep. She knows that her daddy is a man. So to try to teach anything other than that, bro, I have a problem with that. Ooh. Right? Yeah. I have a problem with every time they, you know, she turns the TV on or she wants to watch something that there's some this some gender controversy about. Mm. Non, uh, not identifying this like this is it's crazy, oh, yeah. bro. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. bro. I know the scenario. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, about. bro. So it's like I have an issue with all of that, man. And, yeah, and I'm very vocal about it. And I don't care who don't like it, bro. Cause yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, if you're gonna do that, do that, right? I don't have to like it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tolerate nope. it. I don't nope. have to believe in it, and nope. I don't, and I won't, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to push my lifestyle on you. Sure. I don't have an agenda. You know what I'm saying? Leave the kids alone, man. Leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. Because we are old enough to make the wise choices that we want to make, right? As right. men. But you're trying to get a, a 9 and 10-year-old to to basically... You're trying to normalize this not uh, identifying gender stuff. Mm. And then you slowly trying to push it into the schools. And it's not normal. It's not normal. Like, I'm not... Even if we go with the idea that it's totally normal, you know, one less than one percent of the population has this transgender thing. Even if you call it legitimate, right? On less than one percent, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? 
And it's so bad now that like we literally over here in America are we really, really, really look like Solomon Gomorrah, bro. It done crept into the churches. It done got behind the pulpit. It has. Like, come on, man. What, it has. We, what we doing? What we doing? And then you got you got this movement where like people saying, Oh, he understands us. And I'm like, man. The Lord is not in love with what you're doing. To even think that is straight insanity. That's sin. Let us not forget our God is a jealous God. Come on, man. That's sin, bro. We got to call it for what it is. It is what it Never is. Never forget our God is a jealous God. He wants us. It ain't no It ain't no hatred towards nobody. But the truth is the truth. It's sin. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? It's all over that book. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Why did he judge Sodom and Gomorrah for what they were doing? Yeah. Not because of who they were, but for what they were doing. Mm. Who they were were his his disobedient children, mm -hmm. right? They mm -hmm. could have repented. They could have came. They could have changed their way. They could have did things differently. No, they wanted to be like they were. And so he judged them off of that, right? Same thing in America. There's a, there's a lot of... Uh, like I was just reading Obadiah actually the other day, man, the book of Obadiah. There's a prophecy that directly correlates to America, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit scary, you know what I'm saying? To think that like we over here is so arrogant thinking that we living on our high horse. Mm -hmm. and, and actually you got other countries over there gearing up to come over here and do whatever or, you know, start a war or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know That's the scary thing. We don't know what's going like, on. We in so in the box countries. over here. We think that like we just got it so safe over here, and we really don't, bro. We in the last days, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? We right. In the last days, man. And uh, it's it's super important to take heed to the warnings that are written in in the Bible, bro. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because they are in there. Like even mm. in First Peter chapter four, I've been reading that for some weeks now. I've been going back and forth over that because I was trying to figure out why. He was saying, um, and I'm going to read it actually real quick. Just this one verse. I kept trying to figure out why he was saying this. He said, uh, so 1 Peter chapter 4 is, is, is a, it's a chapter of straight warning, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's almost prophetic, right? Mm. But he talks about the suffering of Christ and then how we should have our minds conditioned to want to suffer in the same accord, right? But then he, goes, he drops down and um, he talks about, he says uh, in verse 16, yet if any man suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify, glorify God on this behalf. And I kept saying, like, why would he say that? Mm. Like, why was he saying that? So then I went and did this research on Christian and the label, the name, which was actually given to a group of people by outsiders. Right. I think I spoke about this before. I think so, too. So it was but it's okay. Keep going. Yeah, it was given to them by a group of non-believers, mm. right? They were called Christians. More, really, it wasn't a compliment, bro. It was a disrespect. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was like it was like a persecution, right? Yeah, it was a labeling, right? Yeah. So then I started thinking, like, okay, so Christianity, we say it's a religion, but you could say it's a religion, but really, it's a lifestyle that started kind of prior to. Christ coming, Christ was just a confirmation. Because mm. the children of Israel, they lived their lives a certain sure. type of way, bro. You know sure. what I'm saying? Um, they were not going to, even when you look in the book of Daniel, bro, and I, I think I talked about Maccabees, like you get a clear mm -hmm. picture of like, 
they had these lines drawn, bro. Society had the lines drawn back then. You were either going to conform to the king Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel, and in the book of Maccabees, it was the king Antiochus. You were either going to conform to them, their lifestyles, or you were going to live a holy life, right? So much in the same, um, because Peter and because Paul and Barnabas were converting people to the gospel, the people of Antioch called them Christians. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? To mm -hmm. basically make them like outsiders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so then in the book of Peter, first chapter four, you start reading it and you're like, he's saying that to say that people are going to persecute you and it will be better for you to be persecuted as a Christian than to be, uh, as he said in verse 15, the verse before 16, it says, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer, mm. or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffers as a Christian, let him be, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Mm. So I started thinking like, oh, okay. So it's better for you to be out here living your life in accordance to righteousness, right? Right. Than to get caught up with the world. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. the world got a version of you they want you to be. And the most high got a version of you he wants you to be, right? That's like, man, that's powerful, bro. Mm -hmm. And so you if you sit back and you start really paying attention, bro, like to society, we said this before, like the lines are being drawn, bro. The conformity is it, they want you to conform to to the, these normalizations of certain things, that the unnatural things and and or you cannot conform, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you when you when you're not conforming, then you have to have your mind set on suffering. Yeah. Spiritually, physically, however that suffering comes, you have to be willing to suffer that for the sake of Christ, because He done already suffered yeah. for us. You know mm. what I'm saying? And uh, man, so that's what I've been on, bro. Like I say, I just been. That's some serious stuff, it dude. Is, bro. You've been diving in. It is, bro. You've been diving in. And, you know, that's interesting. We have this version of ourselves that the world wants us to be and yeah. this version of ourselves that the Lord wants us to be. That's yeah. a really interesting yeah. thought, you know, and that and going back to, to choice, you know, yeah, the Lord bro. gives us. He gives us free will and choice. He gives us free will and choice. Right. And, and we can choose. And, you know, it's interesting to backpedal just a little bit to the transgender movement. Um, I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the podcast, but it, it kind of made sense to me why I think this is sin, why I call this sin. Yeah. And it's defiling God's creation. It is, bro. It's separating us even more from God. Yeah. In my, like, when I think about it, that's how I, that's why I think it's from the enemy. That's one of the reasons why I think it's sin. It separates us from God. It, yeah, it defiles his creation, what he made me to be. Yeah. For sure, bro. It, it is. It's and and it's been spoken of, right? All right. So listen. In Romans one, chapter eight, uh, chapter one, verse eighteen. I'm gonna read all this, bro. Starting at eighteen. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto uh, unto them. Mm -hmm. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, right? 
So basically what he's saying, the invisible things of God are seen in this world, right? Mm. The sky, the moon, the stars, yep. the things that he's spoken to existence are yep. evidence of the most high, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. So then he says, so that they are rescued. Because that, when they knew they when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Mm. Verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the of, of the uncorruptible God into an image made mm. like to corruptible man. Mm. And to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And he's talking about how people like worship birds and, birds all and trees of, and this yeah. and this and that, right? Yeah, they create sure. these images. All right. Sure. So now verse 24. As their gods. Exactly. And verse 24, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies mm. between themselves, mm. who changed the truth of God into a lie. And worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26. For this cause, God gave them up unto, un, unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Come on, man. Woo, that is. That's where we at, That's bro. hitting this, it on the head right this, there. This is where we at. Verse 27. Wow. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is uns, uh, unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was meat. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, um, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, dis despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, mm. disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers, mm. without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, uh, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That's a lot right there, I know. But that was Romans 1. And it's, that's the shape of the world we're living in, bro, right now, as we speak. As we speak, bro. And it's like, man. So then, again, in Peter, I've been in Peter for some weeks, man. And, and Peter, bro, it's so simple that, like, we were supposed to just be some holy people. Mm. Because cause the Most High himself is holy, bro. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, we were we were supposed to be holy. We're supposed yeah. to be holy people. Even after even after being saved, even after coming into the knowledge of Christ and, and being baptized and saved, there's a lifestyle that you have to live that says, hey, I'm over here with it. I ain't over there. I'm over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You ain't even got to say it. You ain't got to speak it. Your lifestyle going to show you, hey, I'm over here with it, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's where we was called to be. But the world, as I said, bro, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, the scripture be like, um, tells us to be in the world, but not of the world. Right. So being of it means like, okay, the rest of the world going to say, 
oh yeah, it's all right for this to go on, that to go on. But then as a as a believer, you gotta be like, take your stance and be like, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't yeah. performing to that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And if that comes with some death, if that comes with some starvation, persecution. That comes with some persecution, yep. that comes with me not being able to go to the grocery store and buy good, I don't care what it comes with. I'm not doing that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's that's like the holy. That's the that's the that's the taking your stance. That's the suffering that Peter talks about in First Peter four, where he says, "For as this is verse one, for as for as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. Mm. For he that has suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh." To the lust of men, but to the will of God. I was like, whoa, wow, whoa, wow, whoa, okay, okay. So that's that's where it's at, bro, with me, man. And like I said, I just look at society, man. A lot of things that I just I used to agree with, I used to think it was so bad. Now I'm like, man, does that really line up with what I believe in? Nah, I'm cool. Wow, I'm all right. Mm. Wow, that that, mm. That idea of suffering, yeah, that's a tough one, man. There's it a lot is. of there's a lot of there's a lot of believers out there, a lot of Christians out there, Fred, who would say that God doesn't want us to suffer at all. God's a yeah. good God. He don't want us to be sick. He don't yeah. want us to be hurt. He don't want us to do any of this, that, the, or the other. Yep, that's the doctrines and demons right there. Mm. Man. That's false doctrine. There's a lot of people who who firmly believe that too. That, that's some false doctrine, bro. Cause they ain't in their word. If they believe that, that means they ain't reading the scriptures, bro. The scriptures say what it say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These scriptures was written way before us. And he is a merciful God. He is loving and compassionate. But he also has. He also can't lie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what was prophesied through the prophets is going to happen. Mm. If if the Messiah told you that they was gonna hate you because they hated him, then what that mean? You're going to suffer. You're going to suffer. Right. They're going to hate on you. They crucified this man and he he became a curse because the curse is he who hangs from a tree, right? So what that mean? If we read about Paul and the many times he was sent to prison, stoned. I mean, Paul went through it, bro. Paul went through it. A lot of prophets went through it. What does that mean? If there, yeah. was, martyr, if there was martyrs back in the day, what is it going to be in the last days? Yeah. Right? I always find Paul interesting because he he managed to keep himself alive for a little while, dude. Yeah. Like when he got taken over there to Rome, he was like, wait, I'm one of y'all. Wait, yep. wait a minute. Yep. So <laughs> that guess dude what? talked his way out of it and kept preaching, dude. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> Paul's what? Going. In, uh, in, ver in verse 7, uh, 1 Peter 4, Peter says, but the end of all things is at hand. Mm. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Right? So all we should be doing right now is just loving on each other, bro. Mm. But not in the aspect of um, where you don't want to be honest or you yeah. don't want to tell your, you know. you don't Oh, wanna... it's okay. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, 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 no. That no, ain't, no, that no, ain't no, what no. it is. That ain't what it is. All right? So it says, use hospitality to one another without grudging. As every man hath received a gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. All right? I'm going to skip down to uh, verse 12. This is the warning. Beloved, think it not strange considering the fiery trial which is to try you 
as though some strange thing happened to you. Thinking not strange mm. concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you. Right? Meaning that there's going to be some stuff that comes your way that is already ordained. You know what I'm yeah. saying? God's not going to stop it. Yeah. Because your faith has to be tested, right? Yeah. Man, and then I'm going to keep on going. Whew. He says... That's heavy. Right. He says, but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of God rested upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Then it says, back to what we was talking about in verse 16, 15 and 16, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other mm. men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but mm. let him glorify God on his, on his behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. <coughs> and if it begins at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Mm. So, the suffering is going to happen. Yeah. It, 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 you can't get away from it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You got some people that might leave this earth that, that you know, they never really had to get persecuted and they're they not going to be martyrs. But the suffering is there, bro. It's, it's coming. You just got to set your mind. You got to have it set in your mind and your heart that what I believe in, I'm going to stand on and I'm going to die for it too. That's it, bro. It's that yeah. simple. Like I read, I read, um, I want to say it was... I want to say it was chapter 7 in the third book of Maccabees, I think. I'm, I could be wrong. Maybe it was the second book. I don't know. About this this lady. I forget her name. She had seven sons, bro. These were the children of Israel. Seven sons that would not conform to the king mm. and his ways. She watched all seven sons get tortured and killed. Mm. And when it came, and the last son, he was trying to, he was trying to, like, I'll give you money. I'll do this. I'll do that if you just... So, and the last time I was like, no, do to me as you did to my brothers. And then it got to his mom, and she was glorifying the most high, bro. She was like happy that they did what they did, that they died for they for their beliefs. And she took it too. You see what I'm saying? Whoa. I think I think that we think we so safe in this country that it's not gonna come to Whoa. that, or that it wouldn't come to that. Mm. I think that's what a lot of people believe is that like, oh, we good over here. We the most powerful country in the world. Okay, well, go back and read the book of Obadiah. Because um, that's a direct prophecy towards the United States. And I can go to that, too, if you want me to, bro. I ain't got no problem with it. Sure, go right ahead, man. Why not? It's, it's a short book. It's a short book. It's only like 21 verses. It says, The vision of Obadiah, thus said the Lord, concerning Edom. Uh, now, it says Edom, but again, this is prophecy. Mm -hmm. We have heard... A rumor from the Lord and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Now, the heathen, of course, are those who are were back then. They consider those the ones not a part of the covenant, right? Right. All right, cool. Arise ye and let us rise up against her in battle. Mm. Rise up against her in battle. Mm. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Thou art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee. We got a lot of pride in America, mm -hmm. man. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, 
whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? Now, we are the one country in America, or we are the one country in the world that feel like we unstoppable, right? Yeah. That's what that's what most Americans believe. Like we got superpower military, nobody's gonna be able to mess yeah. with us. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. And we drive the world's economy. That's right. what we think. We drive the whole world. Yeah. Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, what's on the back of that money? Mm-hmm. Huh. Come on now. And thou that set the, thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If these come to thee, if robbers by night, how art thou cut off? Or otherwise, how would you know? If they came and they came by night, how would you know? You wouldn't know. Mm. Would they not have stolen till they had enough? Um, if the grasshoppers came to thee, would they would did they not leave some grapes? You know what I'm saying? Um and it just goes on and on, bro. I ain't gonna read the whole thing. I, I would just suggest any anybody that uh is in their Bible, go to Obadiah, man. That's a real prophecy that like it hits home so hard in so many ways, bro. Mm. And and it's directly lined up to prophecies of Daniel in the last days. Every every prophecy is is aligned. It's it's like all you gotta do is just pay attention, bro. Now I ain't no Bible scholar. I don't have no um I don't have no degrees in divinity and theology. I just read, bro. You just be in that word, I just read bro. and I, I just pray. It. And I just ask for understanding and I look for it. I look for the wisdom. I look for the understanding. Sometimes it takes me reading it for weeks at a time, bro. Yeah. And then I, and I'll be like, oh, okay. You know? And, and it's not always comfortable. It's not always like what I want to read or whatever. Like I went through the book of Leviticus. And that was like a hard read, bro. That's a difficult read, right? Why am I reading this? Yeah. But you know what I realized is that that was like a picture of mercy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because then when you go over to Galatians and you see where Paul talks about being free from the laws, there were 613 laws, bro, that we are free from, right? That the most high not holding over our head no more. You know what I'm saying? Because of grace. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... If you don't read the Old Testament, then you don't really know what kind of God you're serving. He really is very merciful. You know mm. what I'm saying? And he provided a great sacrifice for us. But also in that sacrifice and also in that grace, there's some obedience that has to come on our behalf. Or are we doing the grace and the, and, and, and the, death, of the, or the death of the Messiah? We're doing it a disjustice or injustice. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You said that very well. Yeah, bro. So anyway, that's where I'm at, man. You know what I'm saying? I I, ain't, I don't try to be like hitting nobody all across the head. I, like I say, bro, I just like to speak the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and I want to hit on this before we close out, dude. You are in this book, and, and again, we're not trying to hit anybody upside the head, but we all know um, that there has been some shadiness with the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, bro. And, the papacy, yeah. Yeah, the papacy is, uh, is a really weird thing, man. It is, bro. Um, don't they call Peter their first pope? Come on, and man. and there's no evidence of that whatsoever. They just kind of claimed him as the first pope ever. Mm -hmm. It's a really strange situation. There used to be multiple popes. Yeah, bro. Like every little city had a pope. Like yeah. there was a bunch of them all over the place. There wasn't oh, yeah. just one single. Oh yeah. So the Catholic Church has done a lot of changing. But um, you know, uh, give the listeners an idea of what that book is talking about because I found it super fascinating and I hope our church That's or it. I hope our listeners will as well. To. 
Okay. The second. Uh, All right, the second highlighted paragraph. Yeah. All right. As the papacy became firmly established, the work of Sunday ex- exaltation was continued. For a time, the people engaged in agricultural labor when not attending church, and the seventh day was still regarded as the Sabbath. But steadily a change was effected. Those in holy office were forbidden to pass judgment in any civil controversy on the Sunday. Soon after, all persons of whatever rank were commanded to refrain from common common labor on pain of a fine for freemen and stripes in the case of servants. Later, it was decreed that rich men should be punished with the loss of half of their estates. And finally, that if still obstinate, they should be made slaves. The lower classes were to suffer perpetual banishment. If they if they didn't want to <coughs> conform to the Sunday, the the, wow. the the Sabbath being switched to Sunday, that's how they wow. That's they would they take was, away half their land. Yeah, they would. That's how they pushed the 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 conformity. On, beat the slaves yeah, stripes if you were servants. They, that's that's they what they're saying. It. That's how they pushed it, bro. And and that started actually with the Maccabean revolt. That started with Antiochus uh, torturing the children of Israel to profane their Sabbath. And then it pushed on through with, with Constantine. And, and I'm just like, man, like, well, how did you feel about Jesus's take on the Sabbath? You know, when when he heals those people and the and Pharaoh's like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, whoa, yeah. whoa, what are you doing, dude? This is Sabbath. Yeah, but this and is. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, but that's the Messiah, though. That's the Messiah. Oh, so, so you I, think the Messiah has the exemption? Yeah, that's the Messiah, bro. He can do. He he was doing the work of the Lord on. The, he was doing the work of the Most High on the Sabbath. Yeah, like he wasn't uh, picking no corn. He wasn't right, right, right. He, he wasn't tending the he fields. Was, nah, he was doing the work that he was mm. prophesied to do. Because mm. all the prophecy of Isaiah, he did to the T, bro. Yeah, that's another book you can go back to and read about. The coming of the, uh, of the Messiah and Isaiah. Every prophet, every prophetic word that uh, Isaiah spoke of about the Son of God, he did it to the letter, bro. So I, I have nothing to say about him doing that on the Sabbath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, he said he said that he, he was the fulfillment of the law, meaning that the law after him would no longer apply. But there are those commandments, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, bro. So, in other words, on Saturday, if you see something, um, I, I don't really know how to even. Con- I don't even know how to like convert that, bro. I don't even know. I won't even want to. I don't even want to touch on that. Yeah, <laughs> it just it is what it it's is. It's a lot bro. to unpack. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, bro. and with it, Jesus doing it, and Jesus's words, it's it's just a totally different. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to understand. At the end of the day, though, bro. Cause you know you don't want nobody to feel this. You don't want nobody to feel like they too far off. <clears throat> At the end of the day, man, just keep your eyes on the Most High, man. Keep your yeah. eyes on Him and, yeah. and stay in that Word, man. Yeah, stay, stay in, in that, that word. word for real. Cause that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the, all. That's the most truth you gonna get. Yeah. Um, society gonna twist and turn it, and they already have. They didn't hid books from us. You know what I'm saying? Um. I, I read through the book of Jasher just to figure out that that was a fake book. The really? Actual, the actual book of Jasher has never been found, bro. It's been rewritten. It's been tampered with, but it's never actually been found. Wow. That's one of the like lost, lost books for real. 
Whoa. Yeah, but like there's other books, bro, that they they, they purposely hid from us. The papacy purposely hid from us, bro. Yeah, I I now I know that there are a lot of selections made when it comes to the books that actually made the Bible and things like that. I try not to get too into it because me neither. I I, I lean towards like a conspiratorial mind. You know what I mean? Like it will. I want like I almost want to find messed up stuff and like you know what I mean? Like I I'm I'm a I'm a person. I'm a human being. Like yeah. I almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying, bro. And that's the thing, bro. Like you say, like, um, the 66 that we do have, yeah. just follow it, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just trust yeah. just trust that, that the Holy Spirit will give you the truth that you need and show you the way and just be okay with that. Amen, brother. Be okay with that, man. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Like, that's it, bro. That's all I can say, man. Like, yeah. Cause, Cause we are indeed in the last days. We don't know when the Messiah gonna come back. It could be right. today. It could be in the next couple of minutes. It could be the. It, it, we don't know, mm. right? So you don't wanna, you don't wanna wait until it happens to be trying to clean your house up. No, right. Get your house straight right now. Right get now. Yourself, get yourself straight right now. You know, and just and live your life accordingly, man. Live your life yeah. according to the truth, cause everything that's in the world. Ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? It really ain't. There is grace. There is mercy. At the end of the day, there is grace and there is mercy. Yeah. Yeah, man. We thank we thank the Most High for that grace and mercy. Almighty Yahoo. We thank you for that mercy, man. Mm. Thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Where would we be without that? We thank you. Brother Fred, you've been on a roll today, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Shout out to the mothers again, man, on this Shout Mother's Day weekend. Mothers, y'all bro. are beautiful. All of y'all are beautiful. I don't know what it's like to not have my mama, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know where I always I'd be. had mom, I'd be... bro. Mom Doosby, boy, she be in there, boy. I'm talking about. I had my back, back, boy. It's in the roughest times, bro. She had my back. I see my mom probably every day. Yeah, that's amazing. I do, bro. That's I, amazing. I go by and see her, even on my off day. I go and sit with her, chill with her. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's yeah. a wonderful example. Yeah, I, that's a wonderful example. Yep, that's my baby, man. The little five footer. <laughs> she five. She five two. She five two. Oh, that's so funny, man. That's so funny. I've got a great relationship with my mom, man. I, up, the older man. I get, the more I, the more I see uh, her personality come out in me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I act a lot like my, my, like my, my yeah. like my father, but. Uh, you know, I, I see those things that my mom taught me more and more the older yeah. I get. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm so much, I, I'm, uh, I gain so much gratitude every, uh, all the time for her. Yeah. I, I would, I would challenge anybody, man, that like, if you don't have a good relationship with your parents, especially your mother, cause I mean, I know things happen, but if you can repair that relationship, if it's something that you can do, if you can forgive her or whatever the situation may be, man, do that. Do that. Please do that. Do that. And, and, and I promise you the most high going to bless you in the process of, of preparing, repairing that relationship with your moms, man. Because you only get one. Yeah. You only get one moms. Amen. You only get one pops. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I would challenge anybody out there that's listening that if they haven't talked to their moms in a long time or they haven't seen her in a long time, man, do swallow you your can. pride. Swallow your pride. Yeah. If you can go hug her neck and tell her you love her, do that. If you can call her, do that. You know, whatever, man, do that. For real. Yeah, for real, for real. That's all I got, though, bro. 
<laughs> That's <laughs> enough, bro. That was perfect. You kidding me? That was awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, Thank you so much. That was an awesome, awesome show, dude. Awesome podcast. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead and lay them out there. Uh, shout out to uh, 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 last night's coffee with Chuck and John, man. The, the, hey. Yeah, Chuck, man. Old Chuck. What's up, Chuck? Yeah. And John, the youngest Gen Xer. That's right. <laughs> That's what they call me over yeah, there, bro. If y'all haven't tuned in to that podcast, man, please go over and check them boys out, man. Some good, lighthearted, uh, other valuable information as well. Yeah, we doing our thing over yeah, there, man. Yeah, man. And um, always going to shout out the homie. Oh, man, let me shout out my two nephews, man. JoJo and my, and my nephew Gavin, man. They're about to graduate high school. Big deal. Man, I'm so blessed. Big so, deal. I'm so blessed to see that, man, for real. That's a life-changing event right life, there. Life-changing event, man. Shout out to JoJo and Gavin on that, man. Graduated wow. high school this year, man. And uh, Congratulations. Something yeah. I could never do, man. I did not graduate high school. Man, hey, I almost didn't. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I almost did. Congratulations, man. Shout out to the nephews for sure, sure for dude. Sure, for sure. And everybody else that's graduated this year, uh, congratulations to y'all good peoples, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We love yep, y'all. Yep. Appreciate y'all. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in. We'll be back in probably a couple of weeks. We're doing this every other week again yep. um, for the season two. Yep. Uh, just for the season of our lives. Yep. Um, and we thank y'all. We love y'all. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Catch us in two weeks for the next episode. And catch us on all podcast streaming platforms.